good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair, join us at the Hip Hop Roundtable. Uh, we are back again. Of course, got my brothers with me. This is Landon Hill on the mic. Uh, for those who are not watching, I'm on YouTube. If we actually get this up on YouTube, I've been slipping. But that's neither here nor there. Got my brother right here, Mr. Mylon Drake, M-O-M. Mind of Mylon, what's going on, sir? Just, you know, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be in the Hillmatic Palace. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no palace. What's amazing. Most amazing thing about the palace is there's Princess. Uh, I got to hang out with Princess Leia while... Uh, brother, you just call her Princess Leia. You just say right. <laughs> Come on, brother. You're no longer... No, brother. You're no longer... We're going to run the tape back, brother. Any rate, I don't have as many degrees as his brother, so sometimes this my language is... This I'm, guy. I'm, I'm very universal. Very concrete, very narrow, very, very narrow language. Um, <laughs> as I was saying, uh, I'm just trying to uh, enjoy the, the benefits of the palace, hanging out with Princess Layla. Thank you, Layla's brother. wisdom was being shown upon me. Um, and uh, yeah, this, you know, in the streets and in the building trying to save these kids. And when I'm not saving them, I'm, I'm putting them to sleep and changing diapers. So sad, brother. That's it, that's just that's my life. Before you even ask his brother, he looks like Ghost just got through jail. That was one of Ghost's premier. This, that was his premier move. Nah. You know, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just jogging. I, I, just, no, I went for a jog. That's why I got the no, 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 the black beanie and the uh, zip up all the way too. Just jogging at ten o'clock at night. In the streets of New York, just running around. But yeah, that's. I mean, that was the first oh, thing. Oh like, my god! Kind of look, kind of look, kind of. He's just he, he, he's finally embracing. Yeah, he's, he's like, embracing I'm it. Not, like, uh, if, if y'all don't know what we talk, this is your first time. This is uh, the the other uh, great host of this of this show, um, Young Dev, aka Young Ghost. AKA YG. You know what I mean? He's down there. He's just embracing his ghostness. Because you couldn't have taken that off. It's not like it's a shirt. Like you didn't have a hoodie on. You could have just be like, you took it off. But you have an actual outside of what you wanted. And you wanted to, like Landon said, first off. I am down here in LA. And for whatever reason, these past couple weeks has been cold as I don't know what. Brother, because it's winter That's time. Why. What do you mean? It's February. I'm in LA. People know. For LA whatever have... reason, it gets cold in LA. Our winters are non-existent. So the fact that we want to have one this year, I'm not complaining. It's just the reason why I have this on. <laughs> That's the only thing that so I'm going to say. If you brought in your wife right now and your child, they would both have on black hoodies. Is what you're saying. No, no, they would. They would. <laughs> it must not be cold. The whole house is not wearing black hoodies, and it's not. It's not that cold. Because well, if they came in here, they would want to have one on. <laughs> <laughs> I see. But the vent and see, you got me out here explaining my LA uh, ghetto apartment. Brother. Basically, this vent don't work as good as it does. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? These are all alibis <laughs> in the living room. So now you got me putting my AKA. Stuff. I got to keep the body frozen in the back, otherwise the smell just starts to, you know. I gotta wait till it's clear. Just stop. The, the vents, the vents in the living room for the heater work much better. 
Got it. One in here. So that's okay. why I have besides the comfortability. Running, yes. Besides, besides jogging in the dark, <laughs> being in your, your YG self, how, how are you, sir? I'm good, though, man. Just had a, you know, a, a good week. This week went by pretty quick. Um, definitely a, just an amazing Black History Month. I'm sure I'm about to keep that for the end of the episode for my shout outs. But wow. saved it up. Brother, oh, are you man. shouting out Black History Month in the last the whole, the whole, man. But it's just been a good time, you know, just with everything. Mm-hmm. So. Even you know, in the past, maybe before in January, before February, work was a little tough, but Black History Month just kind of you know eased my mind out of all that. So I'm definitely good and just good to uh, be on here with y'all again, talk about another good topic. Before we get to uh, Hill Russell working on his 12th degree, stop it, brother. Um, no, I, brother, I, there are people who are with him introducing all of them. No 12th degree, there's no even. Fourth degree, there's nothing. At any rate, we'll get to that. (laughs) I know this is a tough question for you to ask, for us to ask you, but where are you? Are you in the building? (laughs) Are you in the streets? He doesn't know. You tell us where you are. (laughs) What is your spiel going to be? I'm in the building (laughs) in the streets trying to save these kids. I've made that clear. You are exactly where. Do tell. I, I, I had to kind of let that let that just uh, kind of go away. Uh-oh. Uh, he's nowhere. I can't let people know my whereabouts. Where? Man. You know, Gotta maintain my alibis. You know, people start asking, like, what, what building were you in? I don't have a lot of answers. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely uh, still in the building. Um still trying to get this juice to from when I'm out in the streets. Like, I'm not in the streets as much, but I'm in the building. Because <laughs> y'all know, y'all know what I had. I had a life-changing event with this kid. Listen, listen. With this kid. So, you know, I'm, knew. I'm more in the building now. I hope Ghost never gets arrested. Because clearly, if the cops question him about anything, it's just, all this, all the stuff we see, he's supposed to be able to evade all this stuff. But clearly, goes, once he gets questioned, it's it falls apart. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. They know. They know I'm in the building even more, trying to support this kid. So that's 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 what it is for me. The kid, the kids out in the streets, it's got to wait a little bit because I'm in the building, just still you're trying going to get legit it. for now. You're, you're <laughs> running. You're running the business. I get it. You gotta go legit. But the streets always pulling back. They always pull back. Street, hey, but the streets is still on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> if I could be in the streets, I would be in the streets trying to save, <laughs> trying to save these kids. Yeah, trying just to, trying to save the trying kids. To save these kids. Got it. But right now, I have a kid, so I'm in so, the building. So now the kid is your priority. Yeah. Understood. I'm just saying, even in power, you know, what I'm saying, Ghost tried to save one kid, put him. In the club, in the building, but he still happened to be out in the streets. <laughs> still ended up in the streets. So not, I'm just not a very good saver. Plus, his kid, his actual kid, right in the streets. Damn, there's, there's no way they live in a tall building. They live in a tall building. His kid was still in the streets. Well, uh, for those you know, he's talking about first time. You know, we do our rounds. Um, 
I just have the mind of myself. That's just who I can be. Mind of Myra, that's it. That's all Bro, I got. That's what you are, we got, man. We got Young Ghost, clearly. We don't even know where he is. He doesn't. This is being tapped. This line might be being tapped, so he doesn't want to know where yeah, Stop. Then you have the Ooh. man who makes it all happen. Landon Hill, that's it. Landon Hill. That's it. AKA that's, no, there's no, Bill there's Russell. There's no AKAs. AKA Bill Russell <laughs> Jr. I gotta do uh-oh. Man of many degrees. No. AKA the 12th degree of wonder of the world. <laughs> yeah. The 12th degree slash 12 wonders of the world. We don't understand. I don't understand any of these. We don't understand don't either <laughs> because we've never seen anything He's like not this. just one wonder. He's all 12 wonders. Uh, all 12. <laughs> what that means is if you name a degree, he either has it. It's not true. Law degree. Working on it. Don't have it. Not we'll working on it. We'll get it within the end of the week. You MD. Don't said, have it. Not working on it. You're actually MD. You're, you're literally MD. You think he doesn't need a I law degree. MD. Because he wrote the education for what the law is. <laughs> so, no, brother. So anybody who has a law degree, he wrote the law. I have nothing. I have, I have nothing behind my names. My last name is Drake, and I'm also not giving a million dollars away in a rap video. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> that was going to be my shout out last week, actually. I'm, I forgot to. You forgot. I forgot you know why? That. Because because you were sitting next no. to me, you made, me for, made you forget. It's like, what? Because it, all it was going to do is just remind Birdman how mad he Stop was. it. Exactly. Listen. How see, are you, Hill Russell? I'm tired today. I'm not going to front. You, it's why, always good to, to record, but I'm tired because, I, well, first, this is not a complaint. Because, oh, here we go. Because he's working on. actually slept like four hours straight. That was actually. Back more than that, that was a blessing. I just happened to go to sleep late, and then I had to be up early. And then once I got up, up, why were you up I couldn't early? go to I couldn't go back to sleep. Why you had to get up early? But I had things to do, brother. No, 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 what was the very specific this morning? The very first thing you did this morning? I had to go to San Francisco, brother. That's, and what's that in San Francisco? <laughs> Many things are in San Francisco. <laughs> for you, for you specifically. A lot of stuff is in San Francisco. Shopping is out so there. The you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of when stuff that's in San so Francisco. Many degrees, you start to feel like Bro, I'm man. above everyone. So he's not comfortable in his elitism. So he likes to try to humble himself and bring it. That's what this podcast does. He's like, no, he tells himself every night. I'm not better than anyone. I do a podcast right. with you guys. I do it every day. I'm on the podcast with two, uh, two hosts. <laughs> not knowing that... <laughs> Listen, that's why I'm tired, brother. I had to be up and I couldn't go back to sleep after I was your, up. You had to go work so, number 12. <laughs> but I was excited about recording this podcast <laughs> just now. I don't know. I'm rethinking this whole thing. But We're I'm going to get you through this. I'm, I'm good otherwise, brother. I'm good. Excellent. I don't, I don't know where I am. I'm in Wakanda, brother. That's where I am, brother. I'm in, I'm in Wakanda right now. Sound like you a limbo, brother. You can't. Wow. No, no, no. I'm just in wow. Wakanda, brother. Just, I didn't say, I, brother. There's there are people who are not down? kings in Wakanda, Shall brother. That's enough, brother. That's all I need right there. All I need. This is the only salute I need right you know there. My king, stop it, brother. Anyway, brother. See. This is why we can't even have a Wakanda, brother. You can't even build. No, can't, we, we can't have a Wakanda. Can't because have you're the a Wakanda, only one with the chain. No one right, else. brother. Listen, I'm out here doing the dirty work for you, and <laughs> he had to tuck his chain away. This man, I don't know what this is. This is the mind of mind, people. We have, we can't even get to the topic because 
This, this is how deep things go. We you end up going to a whole other world. You're threatened. You think I'm going to steal it? No, brother. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> clearly, it's been a distraction. You know what I'm saying? I'm just leaving here. Red brother. tucked his chain for fear that it was going to be stolen. Hey, brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm chilling right here, brother. So now I'm Debo. Oh, nice. Brother, I don't know. Nice I don't know what you are, but I don't know where the mind of Milan goes. Brother, you can transform into anything for all I know, brother. <laughs> so, so, so that was your day? Like, you just tired? You got anything else to... I'm just tired, bro. I'm, I'm tired, but I'm good. I ran some errands with the wife after I got back. Um, but we good, man. Everything is. This is actually this is the first time we're recording uh, in the crib. Probably the last time. You know, the Drake estate is where it's is where it's really at. But um, for today, we could we could do it. You know, what I'm saying. I just got it, Princess Layla, King T'Challa. Oh. This, like, this is this, this, my mind is blown. anyway. We are gonna move. We are gonna move past whatever my let's talk about for right now. Well, Eventually, he'll be able to hashtag Wakanda you know to saying? the end. Not Wakanda you know what I'm saying? Wakanda to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what we have to have. I need to. What that doesn't necessarily have to be on the podcast. It'd be interesting, but I just need to have a Wakanda. I haven't. I've only been able to discuss Wakanda with my wife. That, um, that's not even the name of the movie. Black Panther with my wife. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, but I just I gotta have like a whole roundtable discussion with her. Well, we're, I had some text talking, messages. We were talking about that. Some people that want to get yeah, and kind of. Yeah, we got we gotta, we gotta, gotta break yourself, that down. You gotta get it out of your head and you I, find yourself just talking about it all day. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Strangers, mm. you like. You, so look, so Eric represent like what, <laughs> sir? Monday or Tuesday? I give you both. But listen, just listen to what I'm trying to say. Just got to get this off my. It's, it's sitting on my spirit. It's like a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. It's very heavy. Yeah, yeah, man. So you know. Anyway, that's that's where I'm at with it. Um, all right, before we really do jump into this topic, because we <laughs> I don't even know how many minutes we in now. Yeah, we're uh, we, we are. Uh, people, say, listen to the beginning. People, I promise this is about hip hop. This, yeah, this is a podcast so about hip hop. This is the first time you're listening. Um, those who haven't know, turned have off, been on. thank you. Hashtag listen to the intro. But, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we we moving. We we continue to move. But if this is your first time, so that you know, you can catch. Any and all podcasts, get any and all podcasts at hiphoproundtable.podbean.com. You can also catch us on iTunes, search Hip Hop Roundtable. Um, you can uh, connect with us on Facebook, Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Uh, get us on IG at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. And then if you want to send us ideas, show ideas, just continue to have conversation. You uh, want to big us up, have feedback. Whatever the case may be, you can reach us at hhrtpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we do check those, read those, shout folks out on here when we get those. So um, be sure to connect with us there as well. Um, and with that, you know, and we, we, we'll jump in. Uh, obviously, you know, Black Panther has been the talk of the town, um, as we just mentioned. But same day Black Panther dropped. Uh, I think it was the same day. I'm pretty sure it was the same day. It's been a week, right? Um, yeah, it was same day. Yeah, I mean they had some of the premiere stuff on Thursday, but on Friday it was it was. I, I, I'm 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 hundred. I'm almost hundred percent confident. I think same day Nipsey Hussle dropped uh, his debut. Actually, debut album is kind of crazy to think he's been yeah, in the game this the long. World, world of and this is actually his debut album. Um, but Nipsey Hussle dropped his debut album, uh, Victory Lap. And so, 
Uh, we wanted to discuss that, man, and, and just discuss Nipsey in general, um, you know, but, uh, you know, so we're going to get into, you know, his kind of his, his independent run um, and now him joining a, a major label and finally releasing a, an official studio album. Um, but before we do that, man, we, we will do as usual and just start with Young Dev and uh, give us your thoughts on the album. Man, the album. And uh, I'll start off by saying that with Nipsey Hussle's mixtapes, they were already kind of like albums to me. You know what I mean? So getting this one, it was just like, I'm trying to say this without kind of underwhelming the thing. Like this album, it's it separated itself as an album based on how it was packaged together and kind of like the overall sound, I guess. And and uh, but as far as the album went, this is a this is a really great album. I liked how we talk about, especially with all the latest albums, how it goes in different directions. It's just not it's not mixtape ish where you're just getting song after song after song. But it really just takes you here. It gives you different songs, basically give you different vibes. And that's what I got from this album, um, especially just I feel like, too, with Nipsey. There's there's some a lot of consistency, which could be, you know, kind of, de- you know, bad to some some people who listen to hip hop, where it's like kind of like a like a currency type of uh, thing where people see that he sounds the same throughout the whole thing. But I think Nipsey definitely uh, went against the grain with itself as far as with this album and giving us different sounds, whether it was production, whether if it was him being on the hooks like J. Cole. And uh, yeah, I, I really like this album for that reason as well. Um, there was a lot of tracks, a lot of tracks that I was really fooling with. And then there was tracks that it was like, there was no track that wasn't um, bad. Like as far as like, if it, if it was, if it was a track that sounded like Nipsey, then the other tracks that I liked were just him taking that different approach. So that's kind of what I got from it. It was like, okay, this is mixtape Nip- Nipsey. And then these are all, okay, this is what was different from Nipsey. And that's what's put on the album. And even just, yeah, the bonus tracks too, they should have been on the album, really, because it's really uh, 14, but yeah, number 15 and 16 being bonus tracks. I would appreciate it. I was just on the album be a 16 track, you know, joint. So I definitely could appreciate that. Um, coming hard as his last few uh, mixtapes, really, because he's been getting such a good buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, since maybe about 2010 or so mm-hmm. with all these features with all these features I'm loving the the features once again so overall we'll get deeper into which songs and stuff but as far as like me explaining the album on, on first first sound like I like that he kind of took a different um, vibe with just instead of being you know the same mixtape Nipsey where he's just going in lyrically and you know having a message he, he tried to give you some different feels for your for your eardrum, you know. So, sure. well put together, YG. Um, <laughs> Why well, he was featured on the album? Why he was featured on the album? So, you know, <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring that up before because y'all was gonna throw something on there. I wasn't gonna bring that up. You know what? I'm trying to be humble. <laughs> <laughs> This, this I'm just surprised is, it's not red. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just, exactly. That's the only thing. This podcast is actually about me. But <laughs> you know what? I'm trying, no, let these other two dudes shine. You know what I mean? Let Gil Russell get his shine. Uh, the other dude get his, I don't even remember his name. Let him get his shine too. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I get that. 
Um, <clears throat> I will be brief because it will be, we'll talk about the, the combination of things later. But I was, I was not disappointed by the album. I was more impressed with the movement of Nipsey Hussle. Like this is like, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Professor, and a culmination of, uh, of all of his moves. I'm not even going to touch that. I'm, brother, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I mean, if I'm, if I'm out here, I'm talking to you. You're, you're, you're 100% correct, brother. Keep going, brother. Keep going, brother. Keep going, brother. Keep going, brother. My, my rhetoric is not on your number. Brother, on, brother. People want to hear your thoughts, brother. They want to hear it in my lamp, brother. Go ahead. The mind of foolishness? No. Hear moth? No. <laughs> so, um, no, I, 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 again, I, I really feel like since 2010, it's just something about this <clears throat> this artist, the camp, uh, Nipsey Hussle's whole team is more than it's more than an album. It's more than a, a, about being a rapper. Um, so this was like the celebration that I don't want to say the coming out party because we kind of a lot of if you follow him, you know what you know about him. But this is, it's, it's kind of like, reminds me of um, when like KD won his championship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all knew who KD was, but it's like, okay, so now we can put you in the category of everybody else that at least has one ring. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's the Charles Barkley's, the Dominique Wilkins, the Reggie Millers, who are respected, Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Famers. But then there's, you who at least has one ring mm-hmm. and and it was in the midst of um sean livingston who had already had that moment for himself steph draymond like clay they already had one so it means like you you're you're joining us like we're you're the only person on this team you and patrick you know patrick mccall who don't have a ring <laughs> but um uh yeah so it, it, that's how i feel about this i feel like it's not so much of me to judge it's kind of for me to admire, like, man, the dude finally made that that move or added this is like an exclamation point or mark to his movement, to his whole branding. Um, I definitely, definitely go ahead. I said I definitely get that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and it definitely left me like, hmm, well, the crazy thing, it's not fair. I'm not I'm not going to say it's fair, but it's like, well, now what? Mm. You know, like, because that's just because that's kind of what I said about KD. It's like, mm. all right, well, are you going to win two in a row or mm. is this it? Are you going to be a 1 1 championship? I mm. play four more years and I retire. You know, like, you know, I, I don't know. It's just that, that's kind of where my mind is very similar to the whole Wakanda. Now, thing. now that you said that, now that you said that, I feel like this is his, um, like Kendrick Lamar on stage with Snoop when they passed the torch, like. Kind of like I'm here in the big leagues, right? I kind of get that from this album because of, and he'll say it all the time in interviews. Like we took the stairs, you know what I mean. So the fact that he worked all that hard and then finally to just be on a a scale, I want to say a scale like this because it's like we said he was able to sell certain things um, with his fan base alone that was already pretty much you in there, especially with the social media age. He was already noticed. But getting here is like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on this scale now, basically. So yeah. this yeah, is definitely like a, like you said, a coming out party. I, I definitely see it more as like a coming out party, where it's like, from from me taking the stairs, 
here I am, the Rocky on top. <laughs> you right. know, and I'm finally here. You can definitely put me here now instead of just a guy that's trying to make his way from up under underground. For real. And it definitely puts you puts him in a position of it's still unfortunately it's a now what I, I give you two good examples and I'll pass it. Um, Ray for Alston, aka Skip to My Lou, like he was a street ball legend. Mm-hmm. But when he made it to the league, it was like, okay, well now you're here. Now what? You're starting at zero. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, congrats on making it to the league, but then at the mm-hmm. same time, you're starting at zero. And again. These sports comparisons, I'm not saying that he's at this level, especially this last one. You know, when, when Hank Aaron, you know, made it to Major League Baseball, like, mm. congrats, you broke through. Now you still have zero home runs. <laughs> you have single, zero RBI, zero singles. You are starting at zero now because all the stuff you were doing in the Negro League is that's what's up. Mm. That's what got you here. Like you said, you took the stairs. Now you're in the room. You got to start at zero, and so it's like, congrats. But mm-hmm. you now what? Because if you don't, if Hank Aaron doesn't hit, you know, 700 home runs, then it was like, man, you were cool. And that's kind of like what happened with you know people like Satchel Paige. Like by the time you finally get mm-hmm. to the league, you're like 52 or 40. I think it was like 42 when he finally made it to the major. Like. Mm-hmm. All the great stuff is it's almost it's 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 on the cusp of being Dr. J. That's what Dr. J was killing the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then by the time he finally got to the league, the afro wasn't as big and the jump wasn't as long, <laughs> but he, he found a way to get him one before it was all said and done. But had he not, Dr. J would have just been a nice dude we heard about in the ABA. But when he got to the NBA, it's like, okay, well. You ain't got no rings over here. Mm-hmm. You got to start all over. So, again, I just use the comparisons because in this day and age of mixtapes, that's and phenomenal independent moves. That's where Nipsey stands. Yeah, I mean, I think I I, I would agree with that to, to most agree <laughs> to, to to most agree. I can't um, disagree with everything. Probably because. Because I'm it's on, me. Because I'm on thoughts, brother. <laughs> Just like Dev has his own thoughts, I'm almost about to say because my thoughts are better. No, you know, I, no, I was no, nowhere close no, to saying good. that, no, that no, number no, one. I can see the study was, like because... Nowhere close to even uttering those words. But... I mean, the only reason I... The only reason I say most and not all is because... One, I, I think it would have been different had he, and it was like a he did a he did a great interview on um, on High ninety seven, um, and they were asking him about like you know why is it that when you first inked a deal like you didn't actually like say something and it, like and he, and he was like where's the announcement yeah right, and he was right. like well you know the way that and he he basically broke it all the way down he's like you know the way they do it as soon as you announce it it's a thirty day run so he's like instead of me just doing it when he first inked it. And then the 30 days run up and then I still got to push the, the project later on. I was like, well, I'm going to just wait, announce it. And then that way, all the promo and stuff like that runs right into the album, which really smart business move. But the reason I, but I also say, I think it would have been a little bit different had he inked the deal. You know, a lot of folks, what happens is you ink the deal and then it's a year, six months 
a year later, mm-hmm. year and a half later, and we like, yo, where's the pride? Like, it's the right. it's the, the electronica effect, right? And so, John and, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's coming, brother. It's <laughs> coming. Sorry, he's driving. It's coming, brother. It's coming. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's your brother. He's not YG. We don't know. But let's use that analogy. But I think that's a dope analogy because. For John Connor's like, yo, congratulations, you got signed to Aftermath. Now what? And we're still waiting on the now what? With right. Nipsey, it... It was playing back. Yeah, it was like, it was right there. So now we know the now what, at least for album number one. We don't necessarily know what's mm-hmm. going to come, like, moving forward. But this album gives me hope right. that he's going to continue to stay true to himself. Because, I mean, I can count maybe two records that were like maybe a little bit more glossed up than what is typically Nipsey Hustle. Like just a little bit. But overall and I'm gonna say this too. CeeLo gonna just stop popping up on random records. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just super random. Like and I, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but like Crit, I wasn't expecting it when he's on there. He on a Nipsey Hustle record. I'm just just random. I wonder I don't if he's not how that phone call happened. Yeah like I no, no. Uh, I'm wondering, like the if uh, CeeLo was signed to Atlantic, and that's how him and, and Nipsey yeah, because it seems random. But yeah. but you know, it, it, it seems random. But it also, you know, like because Crit and CeeLo, I, I don't get. mean I, again. I don't mean right. Like, just the South, dude. But it's not a it's not an Eminem featuring Pink. Like, well, I figured that this. No, would, no, no, no. Yeah, like, no. It's it's not, not it's like, I figured that this would give me some. It's like, dude, no one's like, I don't want to say no one's checking. For, like, but it's not like, like you said, it's random CeeLo. But why, like, how did that work? Yeah, like, that's, like, that's what I mean. Like, like, if it was, we get it if it's Mary J. Block. Like, oh, we see what you're trying to do. Yeah. Like, you're trying to, yeah, but you're not gaining like 50,000 <laughs> extra listens or album sales because you had CeeLo. Yeah. Like, and again, it's no, it's no knock to CeeLo, but it's just like, that's very. It's just random because with Crit, I get it. It's the South yeah. Connection. It's, you know, I mean, like, that, that's clearly what it and, and I'm sure Nipsey grew up on CeeLo, but just that connection seemed more random than a Crit CeeLo connection. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like with, 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 when uh, we were listening, talking about Key, I just saw that, that in there. But like, when Key had Drew down on there, like, you get it. Like, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get any extra sales because yeah. of Drew. Well, I get it. Yeah. You're from Oakland. He's from Oakland. Yeah. Got it. CeeLo Green. Like, <laughs> just what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> But and I only brought him up because that's one of the songs that again it's like it's a little bit more glossed up. Yeah. But but I but overall, I think the the sound is still I think it's still very much Nipsey. I mean, I think, you know, obviously the the production quality is higher because Mm -hmm. he has a budget now. Um, He has a very large, he has a much larger budget. Um, but otherwise, I didn't feel like this was like the Dang dog, like yeah, you got that money, and then you just like flip. Like I, there are songs that I rock with on here, like heavy, um, and so I I appreciated the album. I got songs that I will that I just rock with, um, and I'm I'm I am happy. And like I think that's the main my main takeaway, which is yours, Milan, is like just to see the progression. And I mean, I I think it's just a perfect. He built this whole marathon brand. Victory Lap is just a perfect way of like just kind of bringing it full Man, circle, right. um, and he still is just kicking that same stuff that he been kicking. I just love like where his mindset is at. I love the stuff that he does outside of music, 
but all of that stuff definitely influences what he puts in the music, um, which I always appreciate. Um, and so, yeah, overall, I thought it was dope. I, I do think that the, I do think that the backstory makes me like it even mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt. Like without that, I might not be as big of a fan of it, but that, and I don't say that to say like the, the music itself is whack, but I just, the combination of me being a Nipsey Hussle fan in general, plus the backstory, plus the music, like makes it something that I'm probably going to have in rotation for a while. Um, so overall, I, I loved it. And he definitely uh, is bringing back what we've talked about on a number of episodes on here with having pretty much content behind the album or yeah. exclusive looks or exclusive depth and how what went into going into this album. Like, we didn't have to wait for a documentary. It was like we seen it happen live with just his releases of mixtapes with his, uh, I don't even know what to call it, but basically everything that's out off of wax. Like uh, the, the dude said on that one video, everything he's doing for the community and just it being in the social media world, you don't really need a documentary when it's just being, you know, you just see it. You see it mm-hmm. on social media, you see it on Twitter, you see it on his pages. And even from how he started from just selling clothes in the plazas and stuff, it was like he he's doing what hip hop is. You know what I mean? Yeah. In L.A., in L.A., what 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 may what we may have known um, that how it was in New York, just how you start off in the streets rapping. That's what he did in L.A. So it's kind of like to see it so pure and so raw from his come up is what just makes everything just so dope. About yeah, man. I mean, and I, and I think, you know, because we'll probably go a little bit more into that and like it's just kind of like the independent grind that he had. But before we do that, Dad, why don't you just tell us like one or two or, you know, however many just tell us the the songs that like really stuck out to you. It was definitely um, I know as 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 it being like the leading single, uh, Dedication was one, of course, um, with Kendrick. But just to give like what we call your track sevens, uh, I definitely liked um, uh, rap rap niggas. Yeah, rap that was niggas. actually the leading single. Oh, that was, was it? The very first single. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, cause I thought you know, like the video of last time I checked was one, so I'm thinking those are the more promoted ones. But uh, even though, and not this ain't no shot, but. Puff Daddy being on there kind of just, but I like the young Negroes too. Mm-hmm. Um, just for what he was saying on his verses. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that, cause that's just like your story. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, and this was the one of the ones that I said he went out of his element, but real big with Marsha and Brocious. Yeah, that, that was one of the two that was kind of more glossed mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah, it was glossed up, but I still fooled with it for what he was doing outside of his own voice and just his own vibe that he usually does. Yeah on his mixtapes and then i know we're yeah, not counting the bonus tra- go ahead sorry i was just gonna say and the only reason i don't even necessarily hold that against them either is because technically that's the closeout track there's the two bonus tracks and exactly. so for for that to be kind of the thing to close out the album on victory lap right you know, kind of the culmination of all the hard work it totally makes sense so i don't even that's not even one of those like oh yeah you just threw that in the middle just to be a you know to be a single like that's a that's a statement piece right there right yeah true that true that and then one of the bonus tracks that i did for it was double up with um, no it was hard belly and dom yeah like that i guess both of the bonus tracks should have just been on there anyway but i can see if he was trying to have a whole 
you know, picture painting. What do people do with bonus track? Like it's on, like, what do you, I like, feel like they record it and it just don't fit the, yeah, the track. You know, the, uh, the, I think it's just, you know, like, I mean, is it only on, I know some people do like you do the deluxe edition. Yeah. It only has the remix or the, the, the bonus tracks or whatever. But I'm like, I mean, when I press play, I, like the bonus tracks were on there, so it wasn't like I had to do anything special. Yeah. You had to tell me it was bonus tracks. Like, well, because I, I think like if you like if you buy the the physical copy, it only has fourteen songs listed, um, and so yeah, and so it's like if, this, if we were just doing it, like this is how the album is supposed to flow. But we got these two that we just can't leave off, but it's not gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like, Roots yeah. used to do that. Well, I know they've done it on a couple of albums. Right. Keep listening. And, then it, and of course, if I if I had to keep naming tracks, I'm gonna name the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I didn't pick it, I, I mean, I can't. I don't really know why. I, I say it's because of the dream. But I liked what he was saying on Million While You While You Young, and also mm-hmm. uh, Sucker Proof. But I just couldn't name all the tracks on the album to say what my best. <laughs> <laughs> so I left, I left out the intro. And right. I, number three, and other than right. that, you know, what I mean, I liked everything else. Right. Yeah, those two. I'm gonna those up. But yeah, definitely the ones that I just said would probably be the ones that I, you know, I will bump on repeat if I could. So, sure. Uh, for me, I think the the first track I, I was listening to it, I was respecting it. Just listening to it from beginning to end, and once I got to dedication, I was like, okay, he's. To me, that was that was uh, seven straight points going into <laughs> halftime, hitting a three from half court. It was like, oh, okay, all right. Okay. I mean, I see you. You, you know, the point wise is it's not like you got thirty at half, but it's like you got seventeen, and that that last seven was like mm-hmm. was for real. So that's what I, I, I kind of felt once I got to the dedication point. Um, I, I had some ebbs and flows. Again, I think a lot of the album, believe it or not, for me was just riding the wave of like this dude is amazing. Like, how did he do? Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, how did he do this? Like, mm-hmm. how did he pull this off? How did he mm-hmm. go from? Um, you know, everybody makes mixtapes. Yeah. Everybody's rapping in LA. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a gangster. Yeah. Everybody's a blood. Everybody's a crip. Like this, it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. How did he do this? Like, how did he mm-hmm. pull this not off? True. How does he have not whether I like the song with Puff Daddy, but how did he get Puff? Da- you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so I'm looking at the the moment, the 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 actual conceptualization of this thing mm-hmm. versus the music so much. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I looked at Black Panther's soundtrack. It wasn't like whether or not I like it. It was like, mm-hmm. why did Kendrick pick mm-hmm. SOB? Like, why is Mozzie on this track? And it makes so track? much more sense after the after watching the movie. Yeah, like, why is oh, Mozzie on this track? And why did he pick this song to be in a... Like, so I'm looking at the, what's going on? Versus, oh, that's that, that song slap. Like, I mean, yeah. there are some songs, like I said, the Kendrick song moved me the most. Like, I just felt like, I actually felt like, and I like the, he rap, Kendrick rap, and then he rapped again. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. You know, it was like, yeah. I got the last word on this yeah. track. Um, and it wasn't, and it was like my favorite part when he said something about hopping out the car and what kind of shoes did he say? Did he say Reeboks? Whatever it was. I think he has a Puma deal. I was going to say, he got a Puma deal, so I don't know if he was saying any other shoe, but... No, but he was talking about old school. He was talking about classics. So he was uh, talking about like, maybe. And when he said it, 
Kendrick was it was still on record going like like he killing it right now and it's like yeah. you can hear it and you can you can Kendrick when he said that when he made that sound it was equivalent to how I was feeling when I was little like man this cat is like he's going like like it, like I don't need a chorus. I just throw the beat on. Like I'm just about to just spit all the stuff that I got in my head. Yeah. Y'all can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Um, so the album was really moving me to to make the connection, re- respect the connection, and then reflect on the connection. Mm-hmm. So it was like, dang, like who is this dude, buddy? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and what? Why is he on this? Like, okay. Maybe, you know, it was like, it was just, it was honestly, it's funny that was your shout out. It was honestly the, I've never, I, I, I talk about a lot of people, two people, you know, people that I don't, I don't necessarily, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a hater of Drake. I'm just not a fan of mm-hmm. it. Like I said, I not, mm-hmm. and I acknowledge when I went to a Drake concert, had a great time. He's a heck of a performer. He's a heck of a performer. Yeah. No, man. I said the same thing when I was watching that video of him get that money away. I was like, mm-hmm. how is he doing this? How is, and then, you know, one of my favorite parts is when Drake sits down and he's just like a family and they're looking <laughs> yeah. in one direction and he's sitting there for like 13 seconds and then they turn around and they mm-hmm. see him. They're like, oh my gosh, it's Drake. But then, he gave that family this mm-hmm. money and the father just started crying. Yeah. Like, like, I was like, why did he do, like, why them? It's a whole beach of yeah. people, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's just where I am with the music. And that's par- partially why I say consistently and constantly that hip hop is dead because if you're not doing that, what the are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it, you know, Dev is, you know, all you know, not always to defend whack rap, but I'm saying he was like, you know, it's a vibe. You know, he, he gives the best, he gives the best <laughs> description of it. Like it's, you know, folks are like on, they just want to have a vibe. You know, mm-hmm. smoking or drinking, you just want to have whatever partying. I get it, that's cool, but at some point, you got to give a million dollars away. At some point, you got to tell me why the hell should I care about Nipsey Hustle? And I don't, I don't have that. I don't have that with Nipsey. Like, why should I listen to this? I know why I should listen mm. to this. Because he's got a great freaking story. And it's all out here on Wax. Mm. It's like his whole, everything is out here. I just, when, his first, when I first heard this dude, I was like, LA Gangs? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I sent it to one of y'all when I was like, yo, this dude is bringing LA back. This is what I'm talking about. CMW, MC8, DJ, like, go back to the... <laughs> Just talk that gangster, like just yeah. keep it hood gangster. None of that sideways. I'm trying to get on and da- make a dance track featuring mm-hmm. SWV in the background. Nah, yeah. I'm about to kill it. And so that's what I felt about Nipsey. So I got him, and I was like, I think, I think his first song he was like 18. He was young. I don't I was know, like, yeah, I don't know how. Man, like his was, very but... first track, I feel like he was like 18. I was like, who is this kid? Mm-hmm. And so all of those things. Um, now I pass it obviously passed to you is so the album was more or less like again it's like I was extremely I'm not a warrior fan I'm not a warrior hater I just love for the I'm more about watch the NBA for the next four or five years to just make sure LeBron loses everything but um that's just pretty much my life and if LeBron wants to sponsor this podcast he cannot but listen um (laughs) Uh, LeBron, <laughs> we not turn the money down. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a two-man show. I'm a, I'm, 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 
This is the type of dude I am. I'm serious. I'm real talk. I was like watching the KD and LeBron like rolling with the champion Uber little thing or whatever. And I was like, and they got me to do that. It's like really what I don't like. Dude. I don't. I don't. Brother, I don't rock with you. This guy. I'm act real, like he is in the NBA. I'm. I'm. I'm just He's going against. He is in the NBA. I still. I, as a basketball player, I don't mess with LeBron. I still, we have had this this conversation. Me and Mona have argued. We would, we would have I have do not understand what his beef is with LeBron as a, <laughs> as a, as a human as being, a human right? Being. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. On the basketball court, I, I, you've done some, like, okay, it's a triple-double. That's what's up. Oh, wow, that's a great, that's a great goaltend that they're calling a block in the finals. That's what's up. I get it. They love you. You're their guy. But all is hurt. Like, yes, I don't. I don't get it. I still don't get it. I, I still don't get it. Anyway, I can't because I. I just can't. It's like <laughs> I, I'm never gonna understand. I, listen. I, so why? So if the if the former owner of the, the Los Angeles Clippers wants to sponsor this podcast, is good. But that's a comeback. LeBron is, LeBron is Donald Sterling. He's giving some money to some stuff. He's donating. LeBron is Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling has more money. Than How? LeBron. He has more money. He can give. He can do more for this. How is LeBron? No, he, he just. He just. Not not gonna, just, gonna, just he just explained like, his level. Like, he just compared LeBron hey. to Donald <laughs> Sterling. Hey, man. And, and listen, and listen. We about to lose some followers <laughs> now. Y'all just gotta, y'all, listen, people, y'all just gotta go with us for just a minute. Okay. This podcast is going to, no, this podcast is going The one beef that I had with LeBron was after, it wasn't Trayvon, was it Tamir? Yeah. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. So I give it to you. I give it, I know that's where, I, I know. That's where, that's where the, I know that's, that's where it's from. That's where it starts. I, I give it to you. The, the seed is watered. I give it to grow. you. The tree is like an oak tree at this time. I, I agree. He did not handle that well. I wanted more out of him. I will say, to his credit, I think that since then, LeBron has been questioned about certain things. And I think he's been more intentional. And I think he's actually paying. He's doing the best that he can. I but I think, I, I think he's actually, there's some stuff he's actually done well, if I, if I venture to, maybe not well. It's not. It's not. But then that sounds like I don't understand. Outside of that one thing, as a human being, I mean, dude has LeBron. You not. I hope you don't win another championship. I don't rock with you just because I felt like you did some sucker stuff in the finals with 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 Draymond and all that. Had it not been for that, I even would have still rocked with you as a hoop player. I'm talking about all that. That's mad at LeBron. Makes sense. If you want to actually sponsor me and Dev, yeah. hey, look, we'll cut Mylon out. You know what I'm saying? We, we can do that. We'll still do the podcast. He just won't get a cut. You know what I mean? Listen, I need, I need, I need scholarship money for my daughter. You can help make sure you get paid for. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that. There's two. His son. Hey, look. But however he gonna work it out, he gonna work it out. I can. I will take that money gladly. Any anybody that's. Uh, so any level of cocaine, feel free. <laughs> he's interested in a cocaine podcast. I'll let him. Dude, and Dev, apparently, because Dev is co-signing. He's with it. A drug dealer co- I don't know where this is coming. How is LeBron anything a green. Anything green. Anyway, brother, finish your Nipsey Hustle point. Don, Donald Sutton, please do. 
<laughs> Finish your Nipsey Hustle point, brother. I don't even know where he's going with the LeBron. I'm basically know. saying because I, I rock, I rock with what he presents. The trans, the transparency that that Nipsey presents. Whether I know, I don't know everything about this dude's life, but I do know that what he's giving me on wax is authentic. I I, I believe it, and it's not about. It me believing that he's a gangster. I believe, you know, like he talked, you know, one of the moments that they talked, it wasn't in the pot, on the, on the album, obviously it was in the, one of the several, we, like, like Dev said, he's, he's, it's just the brand. Like he's got so much media. He's got mini documentary, full documentary, background, interviews, like it's, mm-hmm. it's all out there. And um, right before the, I think before that, they were finished the album, one of his, um, one of the folks in his crew got, yeah. got killed. And mm-hmm. that's, those are the things that, and he was still pushing through. So I'm like, which one, when I'm listening to these songs, like which one of these songs happened the night before, mm-hmm. the week after? Right, right, right. Saying, which song did he finish? And those are the things, like that's just how I roll. Like, I don't need you to be perfect. I don't need you to be, that's why we loved Pac. He was far from perfect. But I believe wholeheartedly if Pac sat right here, and I said the same thing, I don't listen to 50 Cent's music. Now, 50 Cent can sponsor this podcast. <laughs> I don't rock with 50 Cent's music. Like, I don't listen to everything 50 Cent. And I believe 50 Cent can sit right here and I can have a conversation with him eye to eye, and he'll tell me why he made that song, why he made that album, why he did this, why he did that. And I'll be like, you know what? I respect that, bro. You know what? I'm going to listen to that album. I'm going to listen to it. No, no, I'm going to give it a listen. I'm going to listen to it, see what you was talking about, because maybe, because... I, from what I've seen, that is how, that's how real recognize real. That's all I'm saying mm-hmm. is that Nipsey, real recognize real. Your boy LBJ, Hello. I don't know. He's looking kind of He can't come back to you with a confessional. That's what I'm saying. Like if he sat right there, it's like, I mean, he got a lot of beef with me, some issues with me. And I'd be, I, I would say what I feel. And then if he like, wow, I didn't know. Wow. I didn't know what. I apologize, but I didn't really realize what was going down. But, <laughs> you know. This is a personal violence. wants to have full mind control this over LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be the sole influence I over LeBron James. <laughs> man don't even know that you hey, exist. Hey, no, no, MD, I in my way, I'm personal. Saying, hey. Can you lace me with some game? Because I don't know what I'm doing out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not true. I'm a passage that it's not true. I'm, all I'm saying is when I'm done talking, he can start talking. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying five people. I'm just saying... When I, when I leave, he can start talking again. That's it. That's all. I mean, if that's what you call mind control, so be it. All I'm saying is while I'm here, I down. You know, when I leave, he can start talking again. Yo songs, Lynn. Yo songs. <laughs> Um man, uh yeah. So, your first six songs I gave you through dedicated, but I'll take it to Blue Laces too. Also, man, like, and I felt like the second verse on Blue Laces too was like just the quintessential Nipsey Hustle. Like the like you know the first one, of course, is just kind of opening up the album, setting the tone. But like Rap Ninjas, that's just. That's just get me high. I just like that track. When if and even I like it more now for whatever. Like I had to listen to it a couple of times when it first came out. I was yeah, like, I, I was like, that's cool. I needed I needed the rest of the 
the uh, the rest of the album. Yeah. Like, eh. But now I, I rock with it heavy. Like I just I just messed with that song. And I, now this is only the second song that I can say this for. And granted, the first one was just an anti Donald Trump song. So they had uh, FDT. But him and Nipsey, I mean, Nipsey and YG together. It's something about that combo. I actually, like, I'll listen to YG. Like, I, I know I know YG is a YG fan. And AKA, uh, <laughs> YG, AKA Young Dev is a YG fan. They, they, don't wanna, they don't wanna be believers in vibes, but YG is definitely uh, getting them on the hook now. I see. I'm just, I'm just, I know you, I know you rock with I will say when I listened to, not the last, I guess, one, I don't know, one of them albums, I wasn't, Totally turned off, but I never went back and listened to it again. It was the last but one. It was the last one. But Nipsey and him together, like last time I checked, I rock with that song too. Like that song is just dope to me. Um, they went West Coast with that one, boy. Yeah, yeah. And the dedication, as we mentioned, like I think, I think Kendrick on the on the track brought the best out of Nipsey. Kendrick's verse was ill too, and then Blue Laces too was just like that second verse. That's just the the thing that I, I respect most about Nipsey is he, I think he represents probably more so than so many other folks. Like, I think we, like, people always talk about Jay and his and his business acumen, and I, I think he should totally be be recognized for that. And I would, you know, I think that's something he always, he always brings to the table. But the thing that I like about Nipsey is that Jay figured out how to, play the part and do the look and bring it all together so that he was, so that he could go into certain areas. Nipsey coming through, still got the hair braided, tatted on, tats on his face, still smoking weed, like doing whatever. But you can, you cannot deny that this dude is a businessman and he can go in and like, he can, he is, he to me is the, the image of what we talk about. He's he's Allen Iverson. Well, better. He's struggling a little bit, but, <laughs> but basically, I'm coming. Like there was no one that had ever come to the league with you know fifty million tattoos. No, exactly. R- making rap albums, gold chains, sagging. basically still being able to exist. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, and, that's, and I we, think that's, we were watching Alan like, Iverson to figure out how is he going to have his hair braided this game. Like, yeah, because he, I mean, mm. he was like, is it going to be zigzag? Is it going to be straight to the back? Like, like he was. It was like that had never been done. Yeah, like like Allen Iverson, I think just was like he just bucked the system. Just LeBron is more Jay Z in the sense that you know what? Yes, I'm a, 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 I came from a single mother from the hood. I'm, I was poor, but I will like I will give LeBron credit for being in the and I pray that it continues to be so. In the history of the NBA, there's never been someone who's been able to play both sides of the line on the court and off the court and not, you know what I mean? You ain't heard about no baby mama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have, yeah. it's been rumored or like, I think you like, but yeah, ain't no, ain't no photo. Ain't no, no, no disrespect. Ain't no Draymond, you know, picks of private parts. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah. Darrell Wright did that to yeah. Warriors. Like, you to the Warriors, you basically <laughs> have a problem keeping your, your oh, private off the camera. But you know what I'm saying? Like that. So I, I mean, I would put in my mind, I, I I love that comparison, but I would definitely put LB, you know, LBJ and, and Jay Z in that. You figured out how to get it, how to how to get inside the system and make it work for you. 
Iverson and to a certain extent and 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 Nipsey are like, hey man, look, here's how the system is gonna work. I'm gonna go out here and get 50, put these cornrows on, I'm gonna cross people over, I'm gonna bring first of all, Tim Hardaway, in my opinion, created the the killer crossover, but he was like, nah, but <laughs> this thing I learned outside in the park, yeah, I'm about to bring that in here. Like, I don't know if y'all ever seen it. But you'll see it when I do it to Jordan. You'll know. Yeah, you know and, and I and I think and I, and I agree. I I take Nipsey just a, a little step further in that, you know. And this is like, I, and this is probably just because like I'm in the world of education and all that. But like when you talk about, <laughs> brother, you said it. I said I, I work with the kids. Glass. What do you mean? You can't I, throw it off the glass and then be like. Come on, man. <laughs> like, okay, because I work with Blake Griffin, somebody in the, in the act Brother, like, so are you. No, I'm in the city of education. <laughs> Is the city not in the world? It's a peon to the world. <laughs> no, brother, because we are in the world of education. No, no, because we are in the world of education. And when you work, when you, yes, brother. <laughs> When we, when we had the conversations about like the, the genius the, the genius that exists within like students that come from certain environments, backgrounds, everybody's whatever, I think Nipsey is the visual for that. Because again, Jay is the clean cut, it's no tats, it's the, you know, it again, he 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 recognized early on this is how I kind of got a maneuver. And he kept, you know, he kept his ties, whatever, he did what he had to do, and he could kind of go back and forth. Nipsey, though, is the vision of, like, dog, if I can still make it out here and get millions on businesses, he's in the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the, the tech currency or whatever, the um, Bitcoin, oh, crypto, well, crypto, I mean, crypto, crypto, cryptocurrency, well, he got, he got crypto, real estate. Cryptocurrency? <laughs> <laughs> I am slow. Crypto I know. Currency, bro. I know what this dude. Anyway. That is funny that his name that. I'm trying to keep people congratulated. But anyway, all the various businesses. All your Bitcoins and like. I just want to be I just want to be clear. That's the umbrella term for Bitcoin and anything of the like. Look at this cat. You're a genius. Like, I didn't even know that. You have so many degrees and so much knowledge. That was the one that said the term. How is this on me? Brother, because, you, because you brought it up. I didn't tell him anything. I didn't know what it was. He said it. He's like, Dad, what is that thing that we and, that only smart people know? Anyway. Like, Congrats, Dad. All I'm you saying is, <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, he, he is, he represents like, yo, this is what the dudes on the corner that you look at every day or like when folks look at it and they're like, I'm scared of them, like what they can actually do if given the right opportunities. Like, and, what, I think and, what's, and you don't know. It, I, I also like that he represents, you don't, you think you know me, but you don't. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Talk, mm-hmm. His very first interview, had Jerry Curl Juice hanging yep. on the side. He's talking about hate rich. Yeah. about capitalism. He's talking about, you have no idea. So you're like, oh, gangbang. You're like, hold on, dog. You don't know nothing about me. You and have like, no that's what, clue. He has so much of that. Man, you think you know, but you have no idea. Yeah, I mean, he, he, was, in the, he was in the Breakfast Club interview talking about, you know, Spook sat by the door. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's giving game on, like, I didn't even know the, the dude who, who supposedly uh, came up with, like, all this holistic, like, health stuff and, like, 
supposedly, I, again, I'm, I'm waiting for this documentary that he said he was coming out with, but like, we've got a cure for eight, like, but just the fact he's that tapped in, he always, like, almost every interview I've seen him, he's talking about the next book, like, the newest book, the latest book he's reading, like, dude is the complete, just opposite of what you would expect in terms of, like, how media kind of portrays, like, folks that look like him, right? Um, and so Blue Laces, and I say that to say on Blue Laces too, which is also perfect because, of course, that ties back to his gang banging, right? But like on there, he's just giving that game, like that entrepreneurial game, like that's what it is, and that's what I respect about Nipsey more than anything. And so, you know, I can see how, you know, I know Deb, you were talking about when you was listening uh, with Michaela, like Joe wife, she's like, I can't do more than like, you know, nine songs. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for the casual fan necessarily. He, he's not necessarily reinventing himself all the time, but dude is real, and I just respect where he comes from. And like a song like Blue Laces 2, I think, represents that for me. But you can also see, like, it kind of runs the gamut from, you know, last time I checked to like real big, and like there's so much in between. Um, but them last six, I mean, them first six songs, I think, kind of carried me. And then, you know, there were some other ones that, that I was definitely feeling too. Um, you know, the grinding on my life. I love the double up on the bonus track, like all those songs. I really, really, uh, yeah, I was messing with Million While You Young. You mentioned that one too. Like, those were the ones that kind of that kind of stuck out to me. Um, so and you know, for, for, for and, um, Blue Laces is, I mean, I, I, what Crick did it, Kendrick did it, everybody's doing these part twos, and he might have a part three now. But Blue Laces was a, a track that everybody was in love with from a previous uh project, yeah as well that he brought back for Blue Laces too. So yeah. just everybody just doing these albums in, in the ways that, that we love, you know what I mean? So yeah, definitely. And I love how he just keeping it street with Sucker Proof. Just, man, just yeah. everything, man. He just, like, he went in so many different directions. And that's what I that's what I really like this album. Not that he didn't do it in previous tracks, but it's like you can get, you can get a way more con- consistent, like I said, on a currency vibe. As far as you know what you're going to get out of Nipsey on other mixtapes, but this one just came out with, you know, a more, uh, you know, sliding on this on a spectrum of his artistry, pretty much, I I will say. So, man. So so with that, I mean, I know we've I think we've kind of talked about his his like kind of his rise in terms of his independence too, as we've been discussing the, the album. Um, if y'all got any more to say about that, you definitely can, but also kind of want to hear y'all, y'all thoughts on him now jumping over to and, and taking a deal with a major label. Cause you know, Mylon ha- has already kind of alluded to um, a, a documentary that came out that was kind of highlighting, um, you know, him going in and having those conversations with the label and like, and basically talk about like this is the the biggest decision of his career. Like, should he stay independent or should he sign with a label? And obviously, you know, he he ultimately chose to do so. Want to hear y'all thoughts on, on on him doing that? Yeah, definitely. When I um, especially when we got the video that Marlon sent out, brought a lot of perspective in how much he knew from the beginning what he wanted to do. As a as a fan listening to Nipsey, like like uh, Milo would say, you know, I ain't really, I didn't wasn't thinking into that, wasn't thinking into this. But after watching the documentary and seeing who was who he was inspired by, he said, "Man, I grew up 
you know, listen to, to Hot Boys and what they did with Birdman and his brother. Listen to Master P and seeing mm-hmm. what he did. Listen to uh, Jay-Z and seeing what him and Dane did. And I was like, yo, to, to be inspired by those groups that came out with their own first says a lot about his whole journey. Because a lot of people were kind of like, you know, why is Nip, why is he doing this? Why is he just keep putting out mixtapes? I was kind of one of those people like, he just doing mixtape after mixtape. Why he just, at this point, he got all this, you know, pub, you know, get your deal, basically. Mm-hmm. But not as as we've seen from uh, plenty and plenty of artists, they'll sign a deal and then they just get stuck in that contract. Or mm-hmm. we see that, you know, they get shelved or, you know, or they end up owing a whole lot, a lot of money and then they never end up getting, uh, getting anywhere after that. So the fact that he quote unquote, and I'm going to continue to use this took the stairs just really shows in those interviews, like how dope it was. So signing with Atlantic and coming with the game plan of like, look, I'm going to build all this. This is why I did the mixtapes because look at my fan base and you're going to want to tap into this. Cause this is people that is going to be willing to buy whatever you get me through. It's just like, kind of just mind, like you said, mind blowing. Once again, being from, you know, where he's from, not that, you know, there's, there's something bad about who he is or where he's from, but you just typically don't get that mindset. You, you typically you'll get somebody who's just ready to sign a deal, get this money. And first thing they're going to do is, you know, ball out. Um, he didn't take that approach. And so definitely, like you said, um, it's kind of like uh, he's that perfect illustration of when you get that genius out of the hood. Like when I think it was a documentary about the uh, Venus and Serena Williams sisters. And it was I think it was just about Compton. Wasn't it just a series on Compton? Well, they, I know they had one. For yeah, sure. I, I know a while just, ago. Yeah. But there was like when you just put people in such a gritty place, you're going to get some you're going to get some some gems out of there. You, you're definitely going to get out of that, all that pressure. You're going to get some diamonds in. Mm-hmm. Nip is definitely one. Nip, Nip is definitely one from one of those places. Just thinking about the route that he wanted to take, the, the dedication and, and, and discipline on staying that route when he had the opportunity to even sign to the point where now he's signing with Atlantic. Uh, we're not really signing. I can't even say signing, partnering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the partnering, <laughs> partnering with Atlantic mm-hmm. and having, you know, mm-hmm. the deal basically being still part of what he wants is just is just pretty dope. Like, he pretty much came to him with an opportunity. He ain't, he ain't come with him for, like, uh, opportunity, you know what I mean, uh, for, like, let me sign. But it's like, look, this is, this is something for you, Atlantic. So... Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's definitely uh, what I think about just how he was just so dedicated and being inspired by, you know, groups that we grew up on that we wouldn't even think that that far in depth on how to come up in the game like they did. M-O-M. I I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm amazed and. Can, I don't want to say perturbed, per, perturbed, but more confused. Not not confused. I'm amazed at the move, but I'm also trying to figure out: Is it clear that hip hop is truly in the hands of capitalistic record companies, and there is no surviving outside the system? Like, you cannot survive outside the system. I was thinking about this comparing the Nipsey situation 
was listening to uh, at this at the current time of this interview or this podcast. Um, Monique, the comedian, is going around, mm-hmm. and she's been very um, outspoken about her personal wealth not being respected as it pertains to contract contractual mm-hmm. options and offers being made to her to do stand up or things that people are asking her to, you know, she was specifically talking about to promoting movies without being paid for it. The movies that she in, they want her to go out and promote it. And she's like, y'all ain't paying me to do that. Things of that nature. And I was listening to all of her. She's just, I mean, I can't put it in any other way. She's everywhere she's going. She's just getting people told. like, mm. And she's really adamant about recognizing the, uh, the lack of respect that she's feel like she's getting again personally and w- women in general and, and not just comedians but in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So my question was not like, man, is she right or is she wrong? It was like, well, what is your move? What are you saying? Mm-hmm. Like, are you saying because of this, I'm saying F the system, I'm starting my own mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. and I'm you know, the reason why I'm going on this tour, all these different talk shows talking bad about Hollywood is because I just want y'all to know Monique is out. And if you want to roll with you, I'm Marcus. I'm doing the Marcus Garvey back to Africa, black star movement, Mm -hmm. hip hop, not hip hop, but um, production version. Like Mm -hmm. come rock with your, with your Mm -hmm. girl on me. Or are you saying, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Please hire me. Mm -hmm. Because either one, I can respect, I, I can respect you throwing rocks and then saying I'm out. But I can't respect you. I, I'm not can I say I can't respect you. I'm confused. If you believe throwing rocks, you can't, you know, I heard someone say today, you can't at a, at a panel I was I wasn't on it, I was here listening to them speak, and they were saying, Can you actually prepare the house with master's tools? Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and people argue that some people argue that's the only way to do so. Exactly. Some yeah. people say you can, so some people say you can't. And so it's like mm-hmm. What what are you actually doing? And so I say the same thing about Nipsey is is that powerful movement that you created doing, I mean, I, I don't even know, I'm sure he recognizes that what he did, we talked about Jay-Z, mm-hmm. we talk about um, Russell Simmons, there's 50 million, well no, there's only a handful of people that we can, P. Diddy, that we can speak highly of that have been considered moguls. None of them have sold a rec- a CD for a hundred dollars. It's true. None of them. It's not true. a single one. PD has all. It's true. Dre, Aftermath, yeah. Beats by Dre, all that. That's what's up. None of them have ever sold. A, not like sold a few. Ran out. Printed a thousand. Sold a thousand for a hundred dollars in less than twenty four hours. It's never been done. So with that being said, you did something that folks that we respect in the rap game as moguls haven't even come close to. No one's ever sold a, ma- a mixtape for 50 bucks. Right, 50 bucks. Let alone 100. Maybe and some so, deluxe box. Yeah. Little, little um, aluminum thing, but... Uh, um, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. David yeah. Banner. Um, just sold the black box for 20 was it 40 but it came with a bunch of other stuff it was like a flag a book <laughs> the right. all, I, I, I wanted to buy it I, I, I didn't have Hill landing Hill money but listen mm-hmm. the idea that means you had but, no exactly you had no money so you, 
do it. <laughs> so I, I guess the thing is like, yeah, I'm excited. But at the same time, I'm like, something's not right. You just did something super amazing, historic. And why are you still going to a label? Like, I'm, like I'm, I'm concerned because I'm like, is this the sign that you can do? You can sell a thousand CDs for a thousand dollars. You're going to still need master's house to, to, you know, you're going to need, you're going to need our wood to build the, the table to, to sell the lemonade on. Like you can make all the lemonade you want. But I was like, wow, is that where we are? Now I get there in your world of academia. Like if you want to become a teacher, you have to have credentials. So you can have, I teach, but I'm not considered a teacher. I just, mm-hmm. you know, you teach some classes, but you're not a teacher. I'm not considered a teacher. I understand there are credentials. So does hip hop now basically have certification? Like, yeah, you can sell all the mixtapes. You can be an awesome uh, artist. You can have a, the whole world can be following you on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and all that stuff. That's what's up. We're not going to follow me on Facebook if you're a rapper because only old people use it. Like, <laughs> like myself. But with that being said, you can do all that, but then you're still going to need us to actually put it in that plastic and put it on this shelf. You're not going to be able to get it in Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. Not going to be able to get it in record stores. You're not going to be able to um, get it on iTunes or what have you without me. So, well, from, I mean, from what I understand, there are labels do just have exclusive access to certain things, whether it be like venues or something. I, I can't remember what it is, but you can do great things without a label. It's just if you need certain things, then you have to go through the label. Well, that's called a monopoly. Where, but the, if the certain... It is kind of monopolized. The certain things are clearly the most, especially it's a monopoly when the certain things are the most important things. Um, not, yeah, Bill Some Gates. people just don't have all Bill that Gates, money. <laughs> Bill Gates, the most <laughs> move I've ever seen, he's like, every computer in the world will require Word you cannot work without <laughs> work. You need this thing to work. Therefore, every computer in the world, every company, Dell, AC, whatever you do, I'll let you play a partner. Yeah. That was, was the government that jumped day. in and was like, nah, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> what you mean? Like, oh, that was a gamble, but it was a ball. Nah, man, you can't. That's a monopoly, dog. That's what business, that's what capitalism is for. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Nah, you can't do that. That's not right. I don't understand. (laughs) That's, I'm I'm speaking as if I was Bill Gates. So that's what it sounds like is happening is that, hey, we got a monopoly. Like if you want to sell your records, you got to come through us. But why why is anyone jumping in and saying, halt, we call monopoly because you can't do that, dude. You got to, there's got to be, Jay-Z should have access to his publishing. Jay-Z should have access to um, the copyrights for his song. Jay-Z should be able to, make a CD and sell it everywhere. Like he, you shouldn't have a stronghold on whether things get sold in record stores or Rasputin's or, oh, there's no Leopold's or Tower Records or whatever. The idea is that there's clearly a stronghold in a monopoly because when you do something historic and you still got to go, I'm not saying he ran to the man. I'm not, saying it like that, like, I, I need you, Massa. It's not that, it was like, I feel like he hit a glass ceiling of independence. Like, 
Well, what what can I do after selling a CD for hundred dollars? I think it was a more man work this crop for me type type deal. It's like I can do I can have workers to do it, but it, I just don't. It's too much for me to do that. So you label work this crop while I still do my thing. That's personally yeah, like I, in a partnership. You know? Yeah, I mean that's that. I think that's what I'm wondering, and, and for this reason, because I. I I th- I think when we talk about does this hip hop need like obviously somebody like um uh oh my god I'm going completely blank on his uh, on his name this is so bad this independent problem. artist Kansas City um tours everywhere uh. Yeah, oh, uh, come on. Not, in, not immortal technique. No, uh, tech nine. Tech nine. Thank you. Oh okay. my god. I just, <laughs> but like so, like somebody like tech nine. Obviously, we know he can do independent. He can live like, and all you gotta do is tour, right? Like there, there are plenty of artists now where You're we know. About, I'm not talking about that aspect of it. I'm talking about selling seeds. No, no, I know, but I'm just know that part on lock. Yes. So I, 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 I know, but even in touring. That is also how, like, he because he constantly comes out with new CDs. So then, when he's touring, he's he's yeah. he's putting hand music out, right? Hand, yeah. yeah, like so. And I say that to say, Nipsey could survive. So that that I guess that's when I'm. That's the only thing that I don't know that I I can say that it has a strong hope. Yeah, it's like Nipsey can sell records. We know that he to to a certain degree he can sell records. Um. What I don't know is, I don't know the the full logic behind the move. There is a part of me that feels like it's it's just like, yo, I mean, shoot, y'all y'all can do that over here. It's just the machine just will function a little bit quicker and easier mm-hmm. if I go over here. I think there's also another part. I mean, if I just look at his, I mean, with his record label name and his 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 slogan that's been the longest, like all money in, no money out. So it was like, yo, I'm using y'all money. Like, and I know what I can do. Like, I know what numbers I can do. I'm using your budget. I'm not using my money no more. Pay for all this. I'm going to do a come up. And because of the businessman that Nipsey is, I feel like he got the deal that really is going to work for him. Like, so many people, you know, like, there's so many artists who get in the game and then they just get, like, they just get the business and they you so know they get the rough and so you, the wrong. So, so, you do, so you're saying that you believe that Nip, the, the typical artist CD sells 1999 or 16.99 the artist gets 16 cents. Yeah, I don't think that I I I Nipsey would not make that deal. So what? So I I guarantee you would at, not make Atlanta, that, deal. that and that deal had to be Atlanta, so I'm sure he ain't get that deal. Huh? The deal itself had to be revisited because he didn't like what they were trying to dish back. So I'm sure he didn't get that deal. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guarantee you. I don't think yeah. he would have taken that. So again, see, his history is a, is a funny thing. He acknowledged <laughs> it on both sides of the coin. So historically, on one aspect of history, he sold a CD $400. That never been done. But on the other side, if the average, let's just say Jay-Z got the most of all time artists, as far as sixteen ninety nine, he was getting a quarter. That's the most that any rapper has ever got in the history of music. Let's just say that's what it was. 
Because that's it's, it's 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 literally he made more than that. Well, if if, if what he says in his songs is it's correct. literally dimes. There's no. No, but but again, but again, it depends upon the deal. Because yeah, if, if, if you only get distribution, deal. he gets way more. That's what I'm saying. And I don't know if this was just a distribution deal or not. So, so but if you get saying. just distribution, they're getting so way more money than that. Nipsey might be getting. He might be getting five, six, seven. I don't know. We might be getting ten. I don't. I, I, yeah. So that's yeah, what I, I mean. We really can't. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what. what like I don't know if it's a distribution. I haven't heard. It is a distribution. Dis- deal. Well, if it's it that, is, then he got money. It he's is a getting it. It's, it's then he's getting it. It's definitely a distribution because that was the the part that they talked. Correct me if I'm wrong, there, but that was the part that they talked about. She was like, he was I was like, watching. I didn't hear that. I might have just yeah, missed it. But that was talking about our ability to distribute, like. That's what Drake has said. The same thing is like, I cannot, I will never be able, like I got a street team. I got four or five people that go out, you know, poster up walls. But mm-hmm. if I go to Atlantic, they got hundreds of people. Yeah, that, I mean, they that's people, what you go They got for. people postering it in every city. I cannot do that. Yeah. So independent sounds good, but I cannot do that. However, if I'm selling a CD for $16 and you're you're, you got a team that's powering it so that I can sell millions of CDs, but if I'm only getting a quarter for every one, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Tony Braxton, TLC, uh, we can go, the list goes on of people who have gone bankrupt and gone platinum. You yeah. sold millions of CDs and you don't have a nickel. Bone stubs and heart. Like we can go, there's always yeah. people who sell millions of CDs, but you don't have a nickel. And that's the jail. And that's why I say if, if what Jay says is true, I, I don't know how much this is he's embellishing and how much of it's true. But yeah. like when he says, like, can you really match a triple platinum artist buck by buck for only a single going gold? Like that's like, if, if that's true, my single goes gold. I'm making more money than a triple platinum artist. Like, but that's that was based upon because Rockefeller got a distribution deal with Priority. So yeah. they were like, and no, we own it. And like, and I mean, this even says it in the, in, in his album. Like, I own my master still. Like, he yeah, still owns his music. So he owns his master like, and it's a distribution deal. He he got it. You I know what I'm saying? Like, he, like he, did, he did it. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> master P, distribution. Yeah, cash he money. Distribution, mm-hmm. cash money, yeah. distribution. When I say video. and now is the model, bad boy, bad boy, yeah, yeah, bad boy. Distribution because I'm coming to you. Um, aftermath, I mean, Dr. Dre with Suge, not distribution. I think they just did that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was no, 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 no. They, they were under Interscope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they, but as far as everybody, like that's why Pac was broke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how yeah. Snoop. I don't know how Snoop survived, but that's why Pac was broke. <laughs> And definitely why Dre left. Yeah. Um, and it well, was, he was still probably getting money. NWA. Dre was getting money. NWA was also. Well, no, no, NWA was getting. That was, that was, uh, that was nasty. Horrible. Yeah. So the idea is so if that is the case, then I completely salute the move. But that was my thing because we, we, we've done a podcast on this already. Is our mixtapes the equivalent to selling out of the trunk? As Too Short mm-hmm. E Forty and others, or Too Too, too Short E Forty, one of them, not the only. I know there's some folks down south that did the same thing. Um, I feel like UGK did. Yeah, UGK. Um, yeah. So again, if you ever sold a CD, I'd probably come, probably eight ball in Yeah, I'm, yeah. I definitely don't knock it. I, I, I don't mean to not leave you. I don't mean to leave you off the list. I'm saying, is that is that the move? Because you're, what, you're, what you're watching now is R and B artists, Eric Benet. Um, I feel like maybe Joe. There's a couple of others that are like 
they because they didn't sell out the trunk verse, they don't have the same leverage that a Nipsey has to be able to yeah. go back to the company like, look, mm-hmm. I need you to just distribute my album. They're yeah. like, no, I will never just distribute your album. I will forever give <laughs> three cents on every album. Like, yeah. then I'm out. I'm going to go sell. Okay, well, go ahead. You only go, you, like you said, you're going to live, but you're never going to survive. You're yeah. never going to thrive. You're going to survive. Right. You tour, and every tour, you go to Yoshi's and sell 50 CDs a night. Yeah. If that. Yeah. Yeah, but... And, and 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 I mean the only thing the only other thing about Nipsey and this is what I forgot I, I forgot my point originally but like the the other reason why I say I think he's good and the other reason why I say I don't know that he would go ahead and just make any type of deals because at this point dude could just live without rap like he doesn't need rap to live like he has enough other like his Crenshaw business alone like his clothing business alone is bringing money and he has all other types of stuff hey, going on damn is it. Is it Crenshaw? Is it in more than one spot out there? Or is it only no, it's one spot? No, it's just one spot. He's trying to get in different spots, but I think he's being strategic about where he's going to place those. So Yeah. I used to live like maybe well, more than five. It was, I was five minutes yeah, away. Yeah, it was a street. Yeah, it was right there. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's it's right where he's, is literally at Crenshaw Slauson. Yeah. <laughs> like right there. Why, why y'all don't have that? Why y'all have not this clothes, bro? Brother, I was, I was, I was about to buy a Crenshaw shirt, but I was like, I don't want nobody questioning. Hey, brother, I just got back in Crenshaw, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, I just came back on the grid, you feel me? Like, I was in hiding, I can't, I can't walk outside. <laughs> hey, there go ghost with the Crenshaw. Hey, hold on. I might do it off the strength, though. I might buy one just out of love, you feel me? I, I might... I, I, Hey, Nipsey. I might I might do it up the strip. I'll buy it and give it to somebody. I'm not going to front. I can't. If I had, like, some real excess money when Crenshaw had come out, I might have just did it out of love then, too. I might have just went ahead. And, but, I mean, I was Is it 136? It's 100 hours? Remember that one dude said he bought one for 136? I don't know. So, no, the, the clothing is expensive. Oh, that was a clothing. I'm not going to front. Some of, the, some of the shirts I saw was like, well, I don't know if it was that much, but I saw, like, some sweats on there for, like, he ball brand, something he, like he that. Brand. Yeah, some stupid. I mean, see, and this is another probably a whole other podcast. One of the conversations we were having at this panel as well was we have to do we we have to get out of the mindset of not only entrepreneurship. Yeah, entrepreneurship is a great idea, but we also think of entrepreneurship as I got to get it and make all all all, all the money. If I'm going to work for somebody, I have to work to get paid to make all the money. When do we just like, you know what? I'm not living, I'm not homeless, I'm not eating out of a trash mm-hmm. can. Like mm-hmm. he has, Nipsey Hussle's net worth is approximately 4.5 million. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not Dre or Diddy, yeah. but it's four, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'll take that money right <laughs> now. <laughs> Let's take the four off. Let's just say the 500,000 yeah. is probably more than, assuming his illegal activity wasn't blockbuster-ish. <laughs> 500,000 is more than what he was living, working, yeah. working with before he started rapping. So you got yeah. 4.5, you know, you spend it right, you invest it, you don't wild out, you should be good, yeah. right? So, like you said, could he just be like, man, I just dropped this album on Atlantic Distribution and I'm done. I'm just going to focus on my business. Or is it like, no. You know, I feel like there's there's a, I even feel like 50 Cent doesn't do that anymore. I feel like he had it at a, at a, at a one point 
the get rich or die trying mindset, mm-hmm. but I feel like, and I'm about to make this show. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's good. That's yeah, what it does. It's a blow. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And so is it sounds like we all chimed in and kind of agree that if his if he has a great deal, it's solid. I think my, my question would be, is that the but is that mixtape is that way is the Nipsey way the only way? I would take Santa Deb. It's like if you're not going to build your because that's what Drake did. It just wasn't as he just didn't sell a hundred dollar CD. But um, forever was his first mixtape. Forever or something Drake's. Uh, yeah. Um, Say what? Which one? The mixtape? Yeah, forever or something. No, I think that was just a, a name the first of a song, one. right? No, no, no the, the one that got one. him on. I can't it think. Was, uh, so far gone. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. So, far, so gone. far gone. Yeah, because I was like, it's not for. And then something else where it was like, where all the letters were like yeah, going. Yeah. Up. yeah. So he did that. Everybody was talking about it. So everybody was clamoring to sign him. He was the hot guy of the summer. Cash Money came, said something. I don't know what they said, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he wouldn't have never gotten Cash Money's attention if he hadn't dropped the mixtape. Well, but but I mean, most people have some level of come up. We don't necessarily see it all the time. I think folks, yeah. I think Drake, folks saw it a little bit more. But most people have some kind of come up before like the major level comes to them. It's not just like, you know, I mean, most major labels they they're not just like going out and just picking up anybody off the street. I think the thing that's different about Nipsey is like, he had gotten to the point where he was getting labels attention like all the time. And he was just, he was way more patient than everybody else because he knew like when I get on, I'm keeping my master. All right. I want y'all to know, like, I don't yeah. need you. Like, I, like Drake, I don't even because, think that was Drake. Like Drake was clear. I want to go here. Nipsey was like, I can live without y'all. That's what I'm saying. It's because of his all this all the stuff he was doing. His his independent movement. But if you're not doing that, if you're just like, yo, I want to like like uh, Jim when he won, won. This is many years before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when he won. I don't know Jim, boy. Yeah, BT Freestyle, Freestyle Friday, Friday or whatever. Yeah. He won and he he signed. Like yeah, yeah, I'm, he had I'm, the rough ride chain. Yeah, so it's like yeah, take that chain, dog, and. Um, no album will ever come out for three, four days. <laughs> so it was like you will forever be the mascot. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I can't make you because I don't have like man, I, that is when J. Cole flipped it. It was like, wait, what? Yeah. Y'all want me to do what, man? I can go out here and do this right now. Like it's all about it, I'm trying to not be that person at the panel that asks a question and then answer it. But it seems to me that the mixtape is the way because anything else gives you just you just getting different color shackles to work you know to be in, to, to be to be somebody's indent, indentured slave. The only thing the only thing I'll say and and this probably goes back to the to the statement that you made about labels having a stronghold is that you really got to be good at what you do because you have to wait so long before coming with something like Nipsey had 
to work with in order to even land a partnership. Yeah, I mean, I think you that's I mean? yeah, I mean, I think that's my thing is because nowadays everybody has a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Like every well, no, everybody no, has a mixtape. That's, that's why I said the mixtape movement, not just doing the mixtape. I'm talking about creating a brand. Oh, I got like you. Getting like no. Yeah, I, I mean that's I'm just creating a core following. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like if you're not doing it at at the Drake, at the Nipsey. At the, at, if you're not doing it at a level where I, when you walk in the door, you're like, look, here's the deal. Oh, yeah. I didn't no, even yeah. distribute. Because that's what Cash Money yeah. is. Like, like, Nip- oh, you must be crazy. Yeah. Think, think about it like this. The Nipsey way. No, I agree. The Nipsey pretty much had a career before. Exactly. No, oh, yeah, no, 100%. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, 100%. No, no, 100%. The mixtape movement is the move. And then if you get to a level where you're like, Somebody, like, all right, what you talking? I sell a CD for sixteen. I get sixteen. Yeah, I'll rock with you. Yeah. Like, but if, you, if you're well, doing anything, no, you well, have to be. Yeah. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm good, bro. I can keep making sixteen. I don't need you. Yeah, I can just. You have, you have to be. But, I mean, I think that's the difference because if if you think about it, Crit Crit was doing the same thing. The difference was one, Crit wasn't actually selling it. He was just giving it away free. But I think also the mentality was different. I mean, well, I don't want to speak, but. I, from what I know of Crit and what his, what I saw, I think Crit's goal the whole time was to get on major, was to get on a major label. Right. I think Nipsey's goal was, I'm about to just hustle this make my own money, money. He he money make as I can, and I know that when I do that, the major labels will come running. But it right. wasn't a I'm I'm doing this mm-hmm. to seek to get on a label. It was I'm gonna. Basically, I'm going to pimp the labels out. Yeah. And, but, but there are a lot of people who do that, who do the whole mixtape thing, but the goal is still not to, hey, I'm a, I mean, if I need to or if I want to, I'm going to just rock with these, and then if a label comes knocking, cool. It's, right. I'm doing this to get on a label, and that's the, well, I yeah. think that's the difference that, in the yeah, mentality. That there's, there's, the, there's this foolish dream that, or myth that getting on the label all my dreams come true now right the label yep. i'm gonna start making money well that means I that have all it. your loans come in now not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you haven't created a uh, a market for your for your product like yeah. if, if folks aren't clamoring for your music then who cares yeah or you know maybe they weren't your first album but like J. Cole, if you know, J. Cole is in a, in, in my opinion, uh, like the KD mode of con- contracts. Like, that's what's up. Or not KD, but the Steph Curry mode of contracts when it was time for him to resign. It was like, you got to pay me for what you think I can do and what I've already done. Mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. That's what the mixtape yes. movement does. Yes. It's, it's not you saying, hey, man, give me a shot. It's like, no, I've already sold. Yeah. I already have a following that's behind me, and what I need you to do is pay me for that. Yeah, for me bringing that to you, and for what I can bring to you moving yeah. forward. Yeah. And I think that kind of you know that kind of concludes like what Nipsey has done. Like he he did that. He created the following, got himself in position, placed himself in position, and now I'll have to review the deets or you know whatever they're willing to reveal, but. Yeah, I just want to make sure that he gets sixteen yeah, for yeah. sixteen. Yeah, you know, not 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 that sixteen cent deal. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the I guess the only thing that I will point out is probably like a sad point is that the, should it have to take all that? 
to even do that. Like we talking hip hop here. You know what I mean? In the rawest form of the art, it shouldn't have to take all that. Like Nipsey should be riding the wave of Crenshaw being like his sixth project and he should be on his way to Hall of Fame-ish. You know what I mean? But now we got, because of the situation, we got Milo saying, now what now? Like he should already be cemented in some kind of, you know what I mean? In some kind of accolades already. But because of the stronghold, we got it having to have to be this way. You know what I mean? Where, man, Nip, in some people's eyes, is already the GOAT. For real. I mean, I, I don't want to end that on a bad... I ain't going to say nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying in some people's eyes, like, you know what I mean? For who he for who he raps to. I feel it. I feel yeah. it. Nipsey is a... He, he's dope. I love Nipsey. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. But... Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I think I think we can kind of leave it there for, for now. Um, and, uh, you know, again, man, that's just salute to them for what he did, man. I hope that he's enjoying that victory lap. You know what I mean? Uh, well deserved. I thought deserved. about the, king, the, the path of his albums, like what comes after victory lap? Well, he actually in the um, in here, in the, uh, the the liner notes or whatever, and in, in the thank yous, he did say something. He was like, um, he he was just saying thank you to like everybody or whatever. And then he said, uh, this don't stop and I'll make or like he's basically saying, like, if I miss anybody, you know, I'll make it up to you on album two. He's like, and even though this album is called Victory Lab, y'all know the marathon still with like a gang of exclamation marks continues. So basically, like Yes, this is victory lap. Like this concludes that kind of, but we we still we still keeping the train going type thing. It's other names out there, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. he's saying. I mean, what, what comes after you say the end? Like to, to be in, to be continued. Yeah. <laughs> if victory victory lap, like you said, it, it could be part of coming out. So now he can just rewrite it. Yeah. Like yeah. Business moves or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're going to see. He, he's right. at album two, so it's, it's, it's clearly yeah, something on the way. Um, any shout outs before we get up off of here? Man, shout out to this month, man. Wait. This has been. Why well, act like you been in favor when we ain't recorded other. other he, did, he, did you just realize it was Black History Month? No, I did not. Like, but oh, to know, to know that this month is coming to a close in four days. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, this has been a lit. Farewell. This has been a lit. Year. Wasn't this hype at the beginning of the month. This is, this is in comparison to some other years of Black History Month that was pretty much uh, nobody took serious. Pretty much, right, I think. I think hey. on a whole, on a whole scale of entertainment and Hollywood and music, Black History Month was just it was just held high for whatever reason this year. <laughs> for whatever reason this year, it was held high. So shout out to that. Shout out to just the surge of blackness that hit the scene on all fronts, sports wise. For whatever reason, I feel like the All Star Game, and I think we talked about the only person that was not of color was Gordon Drogic or something like that, <laughs> and he even got in there on a substitution. Like it was just everything, everything about this all, month. All black, everything, oh, including man. your hoodie. It was hey, you see, I'm gonna turn the lights off in a minute. No, I was like <laughs> all black, everything this month. I, I appreciate that, man. It was definitely very, uh, very Wakandan. Um, <laughs> I, I, my, my shout out is to uh, 
the idea of what and, and very Wakanda like thing, um, the idea of the social commentary that is that that what like like the black star black panther on the show. <laughs> oh, boy y'all like, we we are waiting for this album yeah uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what the sad part is I, 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 love, I love I love I love most that I live like but y'all need to go sit down with me. <laughs> I mean it's it's a criminal, it's a criminal. who just came out recently was it um they talked about doing an album out there before one of my homies from high school was like keep rocking CL's food and my pop was like nah <laughs> <laughs> we good bro <laughs> it's kind of you 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 four days late, ten dollars <laughs> short man ain't nobody trying to hear a Pete Rock and CL's I mean again <laughs> appreciate reminisce over you my guy I got you but that's <laughs> brothers like, listen listen when y'all seen baby announced a Black Star album and then a week later said he recorded the first <laughs> verse for the album. When I saw that, I didn't even read it anymore. But... <laughs> I, I gave up right there. I gave up. I gave up. It's out. not coming. No, no, it's, no inspiration. Well, he hadn't even recorded the verse. First verse. It goes a little something like this, yo. He didn't even say song. You, it would have been better to no. say song. You ain't got a hook. We building, we feeling. You ain't got a hook. That's kind of like where I'm, <laughs> that's where I left off at. Like you know, three years. It's gonna be called Black Star Lost Tapes. <laughs> <laughs> that was, this. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not. That's a legend too, man. Look, I ain't never had no beef with Yasin Bay until that moment. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> Where's I, I, the I inspiration coming from? The first time I looked, I was like, and when you said the verse part, I, was I like, bet you that verse was inspired. <laughs> I bet you that verse was inspired from watching Black Panther over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, but with that being said, oh my uh, god, the, the, the idea, the social commentary. Um, the, the the pride that folks felt or feel mm-hmm. or, or feeling because Hollywood um, we gave Hollywood a black eye in two ways. One, we 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 made it all black everything, mm-hmm. and then we, you know, obviously with a director from Oakland. So you know, that's really where the shout out. That was gonna be my shout out. So yeah, that's right. it's good. We yeah. we get double that one up. Yeah. So the the idea. Um, the conversation that's happening around around it is dope. Um, I heard somebody say today, and I, you know, all that is dope. Not to no buts. With that being said, it has to be. It has to continue. We gotta, you know, Wakanda. The idea of Wakanda can be where we are. We just have to, and it, the idea of Wakanda can be within hip hop as well. The culture, if we just begin to slowly but surely change our mindsets. And our expectations for what the, the art's supposed to look like. Um, Wakanda, the king protected the the literal city or the country, but the, also the literal the idea that it represented. Like, nah, mm-hmm. we can't come in here with that foolishness, man. We that's not how we get down. We got principles, we got rules. That's what we, you know, we. It's not about gatekeeping, but we just need to gatekeep ourselves. Like, it shouldn't be 
little Uzi Vert's walk running wild. I'm gonna need to grab them up. <laughs> He's not welcome in Wakanda. <laughs> He's not welcome Wakanda, man. You gotta get up out of here. Him and R. Kelly ain't welcome in Wakanda. <laughs> right, no. Should be, should be, a, should be a, sitting under a tree somewhere in Wakanda and then two Migos walk by. What are y'all doing here, brother? How may I help you, brother? I'm trying to get to Wakanda, brother. I've never heard somebody say the most black unity uh, soliloquy and yet tear down multiple black men on at the same time. Listen, hey, look, we got this all-star game. We're going to play a little basketball, LeBron. We appreciate your presence. This is true. We're going to have to ask you to leave. Oh, good. Brother, brother. Come on, brother. Brother, this your brother. You nobody wants to go to your Wakanda. I just want you to know that. Really? <laughs> LeBron, R. Kelly, and the meal. Like, like, what kind of Wakanda would that be without R. Kelly, the Migos, and R. I don't and, care. That about, I don't care. That about. That's Migos what's up. R. Kelly. Get the shirt. I'm just saying. Hey, LeBron. Why the LeBron can't be in Wakanda? You want? Hey, LeBron. That's what you want. And this, oh, this, because this was this is what I wanted to say. This is what I wanted to say about LeBron as far as what y'all said on uh, Tamir Rice, I believe. I believe that he was protecting whatever contractual thing that he had to do so, that, so he wasn't true to himself. And that's probably what Mylon is, is is mad about, is that he wasn't true to himself. But now he's trying to recover. Like, but I'm a true cat. Like, like you said, real, recognized, real. LeBron is now trying to say, I'm a real cat. I'm a real cat, but Milan's just not. I, I just, like I said, I got it, and I, I, I'm a hundred percent agree with you. Doing the shoulders, you're right, Mom, But brother, after that, he, brother, he can't be here, bro. He can't be on the rocks. He, he trying, he's trying to tell you I know how to do that. Everybody's bouncing on the rocks. He's bouncing Even now. the elderly Listen. lady was bouncing, bro. Everybody, bro. everybody bounces. Oh, you out? You out? You out? You out? You out? Yeah, but I could rock the bounce. That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I can bounce now. It's too late. We met the chat that all that. You making me think of the text thread. That's what Mylon Mylon sees LeBron as that text thread uh spoof with Kyrie. That's that's how Mylon's <laughs> Pretty much it. Pretty much it. Man, listen, you might have to put that on the link when you post this episode. Make bring bring Wakanda to wherever you live, whatever city you in. Make it real. Without without LeBron, the um, or LeBron. <laughs> uh, it's a short list, by the way. This <laughs> is a longer list of people who can't be in. I'm gonna Ben Carson. I'm sorry. Hashtag but, listen. I appreciate you. Hashtag you. listen to the end. <laughs> you saved a lot of people's lives. You can't come to Wakanda, brother. <laughs> we got doctors. We don't need we, we don't even know if he was saving Wakandan lives. <laughs> <laughs> what lives were you? Let me see your receipts. What lives were you saving? Yeah. Sorry. That's it. That's the last person. That's the last person. Ben Carson. That's the last person. Saving masses. Short lived. Short lived. That's it. That's it. Nobody else has come. <laughs> Landon can't get it out. <laughs> no more people. <laughs> oh, but look, okay. Let me get it out here. I just, it's coming me. We sneaking in through the back door. Whatever we got to do. Uh, uh, let me do an official shout out to Drake because I meant to last week, uh, as I already mentioned for for the video. Um, I know that Peter Rosenberg said some stuff about how he thought it, it came across like as a little, as a little I guess, disingenuous. Is that a word? What? But um. 
Yeah, I I get what he's saying because yes, there are people who would kind of put that out there to just be like, do a, you know, oh look at me, kind of publicity something. But I felt like in watching the video, it was truly genuine. So for that, I salute Drake yeah. um, for that. Like, yeah, yeah, I I thought it was totally. I, when I watched it, I didn't get the sense that like. Uh, yeah, this is just like another publicity thing. Like, I felt he was really just doing that. Like, yo, I, I got it. I want to share it with people. Like, and so I, I, I 100% salute that. Um, and speaking of the last couple episodes, this might go up first. It, I got to do a lot of editing on the other two. So y'all just bear with us on those. They'll, they'll come out though. So if stuff is a little bit outdated, just know we still... Mm-hmm. We do it on purpose. Like, this is the second one. This is the first one. We're going like this. Boom. And then <laughs> come to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, like I was, I was going to say, Ryan Coogler, man, Town Business, did a phenomenal job with the movie. Um, man, if you haven't seen it yet, you're not welcome in Wakanda. Yeah, if you haven't seen it at least twice by now. Well, I, I haven't seen it twice. But I wanted to, you're not but. Welcome, brother. brother, I have a daughter. What kind of Wakandan? I can't, bro. She needs her shots, bro. This dude, this dude created the Wakandan Country Club. He ain't, he ain't, <laughs> he ain't create Wakanda. I'm trying to create basics. Do you even know all about Wakanda? This brother is nah, the child, not brother. Really, like, he is. He's not like nobody. Nobody. No, he's got to see it twice. He ain't like nobody. You got to see it twice, brother. It's only been one weekend. Ryan Coogler, man, we appreciate you. Hey, come to EOYDC. Give my kids a game. Hey, come on, this, you know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, we'll do Black Panther, all everything for you. We call it the Black Panther, Black, yeah. Black Table, whatever you want. Whatever you want to do, we will make it happen. HHBP. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it all happen. Um, I hear my daughter crying, so yeah. I got to get up out of here. Uh, <laughs> Hip Hop Roundtable Podbean.com for every single episode. iTunes Hip Hop Roundtable, uh, Facebook. Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast, Instagram at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast, and then you can email us for anything at all at hhrtpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. We're going to push our chairs back from the roundtable and holler at y'all on the next one. Peace.